Hey guys, this is the Senior Studio Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Gina Golden. I've been a senior photographer for over 16 years now and run a successful studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm passionate about helping photographers just like you get profitable and productive in your own studios. As a mama to three boys, I know how difficult it can be to raise babies and a business at the same time. Over the years, I've learned to develop systems and strategies in the studio and at home that built the business of my dreams. Most days, you can find me curled up in a big comfy chair with a good book or throwing a ball in the backyard with my crazy dogs or out on location with an awesome client and a camera in my hands. But each week, I'll be hopping in here to chat with you about building the business of your dreams too. I believe our businesses should fit our lives and not the other way around. And if we just became best friends, I hope you'll join me back here every week to dive into the business of senior photography. Let's get to it, my friends. Have you ever been woken up by a client texting you at some ungodly hour of the night with a request? You're so mad that they would have the audacity to do something like that, that you can't even settle back down. You toss and turn in frustration because they were so inconsiderate. I mean, why in the world would they text you that late? Then you realize, duh, I gave them my personal cell phone number and you wake up grumpy the next morning. Guess what? That was me, you guys. I would get so mad, first at my clients and then at myself, but it was my own fault. I invited clients into my personal world with an all-access pass, and they didn't know any better. I learned some hard lessons early on in my business, so I'm going to talk to you about those today in hopes that you won't have to make the same mistakes that I made. We're going to talk about setting boundaries, raising prices to get some control on your business, and having a healthy mindset around your clients. Let's talk about why boundaries are important in business first. Clients need to know what to expect. They want to know, actually. So don't be timid in letting them know how you work. This isn't a matter of being nice and not being nice. It's not rude to set boundaries. And your clients will actually appreciate them throughout the time that you work together. Look, babies need boundaries. That's why we buy baby gates. Our dogs need boundaries. That's why we put up fences. It's for their protection, right? This is why we set boundaries in our own businesses, and it's actually to protect us from ourselves and to define that client-photographer relationship. There are lots of benefits when it comes to boundaries. Boundaries are the foundation of a healthy relationship in any sense of a relationship, right? Personal or business. Setting these will define the terms of your relationship. Look, I love my clients, but they are not my family and they are not my closest friends. So they don't get the same level of access to me and your clients shouldn't either. Boundaries actually help to build trust and a level of mutual respect. There are other benefits too for setting healthy boundaries, okay? So here's just a few of them. Less anger and resentment. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Time and energy to do the things that you love to do. Greater assertiveness, more compassion, increased confidence, lower chance of a conflict, feeling respected, less anxiety, less stress, better sales, more satisfied clients, and better overall health for you, okay? So let's talk about setting some specific boundaries that you can set in your business so that you are protected. 
When we let work be all-consuming and overlap with our personal lives, it can really start to affect us in so many ways. It can take a toll on our mental, emotional, and physical health, and I don't want that for you guys. So let's go through these. First of all, you want to tell your clients how to contact you. I think one of the first things a client needs to know is how to contact and communicate with you and when you are available. One of the emails that I send out to all of my clients is about how to communicate with me in my studio. Now, those templates are in the shop. If you need some help with those, you know, what to send your clients, they are there. If you want to go take a look, I'll put a link in the show notes. But your clients need to know how and when to contact you. Should it be through email, text, DM, or should it be a phone call? And when can they actually expect you to respond? You need to tell them these things. Let them know these things so that there isn't resentment or frustration for either of you, okay? Both sides of the coin here. In today's social media world, clients may feel like they have 24-hour access to you, but that doesn't have to be the case. Next thing you want to do is set your business hours. Set those office hours and stick to them. And it doesn't have to be a nine to five. That's not what we're in business for, right? When work, when it works best for you, it's your life and that's the beauty of owning a business. But the key here is to stick to those hours that you set. Give yourself permission to walk away, close down your computer, and turn your work off like we talked about in last week's episode to go do something with your family, your friends, or for yourself. Be sure these are listed on your website, on your contact page, and in your email signature. Another thing that really helps is to have defined session and meeting days. Now, I personally like to shoot in the mornings. I take on about six clients a month, sometimes eight in the busier months, and I will shoot Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings. I try to hold off those Wednesdays. I try to hold them back if I can to give myself a day in between, but if I need to book it, I will. So I'm done by 11 o'clock each day, and then I start my afternoon meetings at 2 p.m. Now, those are long days, especially if they are booked solid, but I'm okay with that because I get to take four days off if I want to with Monday and Fridays being no client days and then the weekend. Now, one more thing I will add to this is to make sure your clients know not only the start time to sessions and any other appointments you have with them, but they also know the end time. Without that knowledge, there's no sense of urgency and the time that you have with them can just drag on, causing a little bit of stress and possibly some exhaustion along the way. Scheduling software like Calendly, Acuity, or a studio management software can take the stress out of saying when you are and are not available if you struggle with telling your clients no. Now, inside Studio Secrets, we set up our dream schedules around our financial goals and our personal goals. And then we stick to them. We hold each other accountable on this stuff. I would encourage you to go through that same process that we do in there. How much do you need to bring home? How many days a month can you shoot? How many clients can you actually serve each month without going crazy? Now just make sure that your pricing aligns with that. If you need to bring home $40,000 and you have $500 averages, Can you physically book and support 160 clients? Now, if you did that math, you might think I did it wrong. 40,000 divided by 500 is 80, Gina, not 160. Well, you have to take into account your overhead and taxes. And as a rough estimate, that's going to be about 50% of your income. 
Go grab the hourly rate worksheet on the website if you need help with this math, okay? I'll link it in the show notes for you too. This is the kind of thing that we figure out inside Studio Secrets on a much deeper level so that you know that you'll be profitable and bring home the paycheck that you need to be bringing home. Okay, let's talk about scheduling the ordering appointment because this is so important. Um, Waiting on clients to schedule an ordering appointment or place their order can be really frustrating. You've done the work. You want to be paid for it, right? But sometimes there is no sense of urgency from the client. A few ways to help with that is to talk about the ordering appointment from the beginning of the process. Your client needs to know when it should be booked. I drill this into my client's heads. There is no way they can miss it. And we try to set that date actually on the first consult right after they book their session date. There's no sense in waiting. Now, if it doesn't happen then, like if they just can't figure it out on their calendar, we make sure that it's on the calendar before they ever show up for their session. Don't wait until the session is over to book this appointment. Get it scheduled early and set those expectations that they will be coming into order quickly. All right. Along those same lines, let's talk about deadlines, setting them and sticking to them. If you're not doing in-person sales yet, you can still set these expectations early on. Over-communicate the ordering process. Set your deadlines and stick to them, but be sure that you are in service to your clients, okay? If they need a little extra help with the ordering process because it's online and it could be confusing for them, or they may just want to put it off, You may have to hold their hand a little bit to get that order complete, but I would encourage you to transition to IPS, to in-person sales as soon as you possibly can. It's so much more lucrative and so much more rewarding. If you need some help with that, send me a DM on Instagram. We will chat about it. You can find me at Senior Studio Success there. Now, while we're talking about deadlines, be sure that you understand any of your clients' deadlines as well. Are there yearbook deadlines, banner deadlines, banquet deadlines, any of the things that come along with senior year? Knowing these up front will be beneficial to both of you. Now, this one used to get me all the time, but I learned my lesson. <laughs> Under promise, over deliver. Sometimes we bring trouble on ourselves by offering unrealistic expectations. Y'all, don't tell a client that you can turn their images around in 24 hours. Don't tell a client that you'll have their order ready in one week. Things happen in life. You will need a buffer and some space to let business and life happen. When something unexpected comes up, like the fridge leaking or the flat tire or the kiddo needing stitches, that extra breathing room will keep your stress level down. And then you can surprise and delight your clients with an earlier than expected delivery when you can make that happen. Let's talk about communication. You need to be in consistent communication with your clients. This is going to reflect the care that you are taking with their entire session experience. Take care of your client. It doesn't have to be all business when you update them about the status of an order or check in about their outfit choices or when you're confirming an appointment. When you email, write like you talk. Talk about the weather, ask how they're doing, serve them, be a real person. When we make business about our clients instead of ourselves, that resentment, that frustration that seems to come up every now and then, it will come less and less often. 
Okay, one other thing that can bring up some frustration is money, right? Payment plans, chasing down money. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't take payment plans. Now listen to me here, okay? Here's what I mean by that. Don't personally take payment plans. You don't need to be the bank. If you want all that stress and resentment to build up, then let clients give you every excuse in the book why they can't pay you this month or next month. I used to offer payment plans and let clients extend out their payment six months. Not anymore. I don't chase down money. If a client needs to break up their payment, that is totally fine. They can use a credit card or they can get approved for PayPal credit. But I had to stop being the bank for my clients. It was not good for me or my business. So I would encourage you to do the same thing if you need a little bit less stress in your life, okay? All right, so with payment plans, uh, that usually comes with higher prices, that sort of thing. Here's another thing that can help with that frustration, any resentment that you're having in your business, raising your prices. Sometimes resentment can build up because you aren't charging enough. Have you ever said, it's just not worth it? Can you not afford to outsource your editing? Are you financially dependent on those back-to-back fall mini sessions that wipe you out before the holidays? Those are huge red flags that something's got to give. We talked about learning how to say no in the last episode. One way to say no without really having to say it is by raising your prices. This will weed out the bargain hunters if you don't want to work with them. I know that's kind of bold and out there to say it, but it's the truth. There are two things that can control how busy you are, especially in the fall for us photographers, your prices and your availability. If those two things aren't managed well, then you will burn out. Before raising your prices though, you have to understand your cost of doing business and your cost of goods sold. And you have to know how much you need to be bringing home. If you don't know how to do any of this, reach out to me. I will help you. I love coaching photographers on this. We can do some one-on-one work. You can join Studio Secrets in the next round where we will nail all of that down and so many other things to help you run a successful business. Now, those are the main ones that I could think about for this episode, the boundaries to set and the raising your prices. But I want to talk to you about one more thing, and that is managing your mind. Now, you can set all the boundaries you want and raise your prices as high as you want. But if you don't take control of your thoughts, nothing will help that resentment pass. When it comes to not letting that resentment build up to the point where you snap, either at your kiddos, your spouse, hopefully not your client, but the most important thing you can do is manage your mind. We tell ourselves these stories or we make something a client does or says means something that it probably doesn't mean at all. We look for past experiences to make sense of the new ones. We look for evidence of dissatisfaction, unrealistic expectations, and disappointment because we've all experienced them before. Surely that's what is about to happen, right? Here we go again. But that isn't always the case. Maybe a client just doesn't understand something. Maybe it's just a simple question that means nothing like what you think it means. Letting go of past stories to make room for new ones will bring you so much more joy around your work. Look for the positive in your client relationships. You will always find what you are looking for. Whether it's negative or positive, you will find it. 
Okay, I hope you picked up some little actionable nuggets to do business better in this episode. I'd love to know that you're listening. Take a screenshot, post it, and tag me in your stories so that I can connect with you. And if you want to chat about any of this, my DMs are always open. So reach out if you need to talk. Okay, if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm always going to ask you this because I want you to do the same thing in your own business. I want you to ask your clients for reviews too, okay? If you found this podcast helpful for your business, would you hit pause and take two minutes to just leave a rating and review anywhere you listen? It helps so much with getting the word out there about what I'm trying to do. You know it, guys. Create a better situation for all of us in this crazy industry and push you to build a more profitable, productive, and purposeful business so that you can spend more time doing what you love with the ones you love. All right, I'll see you back over in the Facebook group, the Senior Studio Success Facebook group. Let's continue the conversation there. Hit me up on Instagram at Senior Studio Success, and y'all have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Senior Studio Success Podcast. Be sure to head on over to the show notes at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash podcast to grab all the links and info from this episode. And if you loved it as much as I did, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another one. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon, my friends. Take care.